Well, hello and welcome to the Fire Drawn Air bonus episode. As you no doubt know by now, in the bonus episode, I like to take a traditional song or ballad and look at various versions over the years and look at the different ways that the song has evolved and changed as it's travelled all around the world. Today is the 12th such episode which I'm very happy about, and the ballad. So today's ballad is going to be a little bit different because unlike most of the songs that I've looked at so far, this one is not included in Child's English and Scottish popular ballads. Although some scholars have commented that it's one of those ballads which should have been. Unfortunately, Professor Child never completed a definition of what he regarded as constituting a true traditional ballad, and he died before he could do so, but I think that this is one which would have ticked all the boxes. So the song I want to look at today is called The Gosport Tragedy, Gosport being a town in the south of England, and it's a murder ballad which tells of a young woman who is lured into the forest where she's killed and buried in a shallow grave. Many variants have the villain as a ship's carpenter who promises to marry the woman, sometimes called Polly, but he murders her when she becomes pregnant. When he goes back to sea, he's either haunted by her ghost, he confesses to the murder, goes mad and dies, or sometimes a ship will not sail, or he denies the murder and is ripped to pieces by her ghost. All kinds of wonderful little versions and variants from around the world. So the earliest form, the earliest known form of the Gosport tragedy is contained in the Roxburgh collection of ballads and it's thought to date from around sometime between 1720 and 1750. And after some research it would appear that opinion is divided over whether or not this particular ballad, this early version of the ballad was a rewrite of an oral ballad which was embellished with extra verses by the ballad printers or if the printed ballad was the actual original version of the song. In an article entitled The Gosport Tragedy, The Story of a Ballad by D.C. Fowler, he argues that the events described in the song may have actually taken place in 1726. Now, as I've talked about before, connecting actual historical events to the events of ballads is a very risky game. But it would seem that in this case, uh, Fowler's theory is actually regarded by some people as being quite plausible. But whatever the case, we do know that the Gosport tragedy later evolved into two separate variants, commonly called The Cruel Ship's Carpenter and Pretty Polly. Um, Both of these variants lost many of the specifics of the original, and I suppose this allows them to be set in any part of the world. 
So the first version of the song I'm going to play was sung by a woman called Ethel Findlater from Doonby in the Orkney Islands in Scotland. And this recording was made by Alan J. Bruford on the 25th of June 1967. So apparently this is the only complete text of the original Gosport tragedy to be recorded in the UK. And as you'll hear from the language, it has quite a, a literary flair to it. And this is because uh, Mrs. Findlater actually learned the words from a manuscript which was given to her by another woman called Violet Harvey. But apparently she learned a tune from her mother-in-law. But uh, anyway, this is a quite a lengthy one. Um, see what you think. Now, this does not have the ending with the sailor getting ripped to pieces by the ghost. But um, lovely version, nonetheless. Ethel find later. In Gosport, of little fairdom, so did well. For wit and for beauty, few could her excel. A young man did court her for to be his dear, and he to his trade was a ship's carpenter. With blushes more sweet than the roses in June, she says, My dear William, for to wed I'm too young. For young men they are fickle, I can see very plain. When a maiden proves kindness, they quickly disdain. Oh, my charming sweet Molly, how dare you say so? For your beauty's the heaven to which I would go. And if I find channel my ship, for to steer, I then would cast anger and stay with my dear. It was all in vain that she strove to deny, for he by his cunningness he made her comply, and by false deception he did her betray. And in some hellish pathway he led her astray. As soon as with childish young damsel did prove, She quickly sent the tidings to her faithless love, Who swore by the heavens that he would prove true. And he neither would marry Adam so but you. Time passed on a while, and again we do hear his ship must be sailing to sea, he must steer. Which grieved this young damsel and wounded her heart. To think that so soon from her love she must part. With tender affections he to her did say, I'll marry my Molly ere I go away. And if that tomorrow my love will ride down, the ring we will buy our fair union to crown. With tender embraces they parted that night, 
And he promised to meet her next morning at light. But he says, my dear Molly, ere we married be, we must go on a visit some friends far to see. He led her through hills and through valleys so deep, till at length this young damsel began for to weep. She says, my dear William, you have led me astray, in hopes of my innocent life to betray. Oh, yes, you have guessed right on earth, don't you see? For all the last night I was digging your grave. A grave and a speed line near she did see, which made this young damsel to weep bitterly. When poor ruin Molly did hear him say so, the tears from her eyes like a fountain did flow. Saying treacherous William, the worst of mankind, is this the bride's bed I expected to find? Oh, pity! my infant and spare me my life let me live in my shame since i can't be your wife and don't take my life lest my soul you betray and you to perdition would be hurried away with hands white as lilies in sorrow she wrung imploring for mercy saying what have i done to you dearest william so comely and fair can you murder your true love that loved you so dear he says there's no time for disputing to stand and he instantly taking a knife in his hand. He pierced her fair body while the blood had did flow, and in the cold grave her fair body he threw. He covered it over and quick hastened on, leaving none but the little bird's horse had fit to be on. on board ship he entered without more delay and set sail for Plymouth the very next day. A young man named Stuart of courage most bold, who happened one night to be lit in the hold when a beautiful to him did appear, and she in her arms held an infant so dear. Being merry with liquor, he ran to embrace, transported with joy at beholding her face. 
And to his amazement soon vanished away, which he ran and told the captain without more delay. The captain soon summoned his jolly ship's crew, saying, I fear, my brave fellows, that someone of you has murdered a damsel ere he came away, whose innocent ghost now haunts him on the sea. Whoever he be, if the truth he confess, we will land him upon the first island we meet. But whoever he be, if the truth he denies, he will be hung up on the yard's arm so high. William in horror he fell on his knees, saying, Poor injured ghost, thy forgiveness I crave. Saying, poor injured ghost, thy forgiveness I crave, for soon I shall follow thee down to the grave. So I think it's very interesting to see that the ballad was still being sung in the same form over 200 years later. The next version of the song though I want to show, it's one, it's a really good example of the variant Pretty Polly and this one is sung by Sam Larner who's no stranger to the show and um, definitely you can tell there's more of an oral folk influence on this one and it does have the magnificent ending of the villain being ripped in tree by the ghost, um, absolutely wonderful, give this a listen. Now the queen, she wants sailors to sail on the sea, which made pretty Polly's stouter to bleed, saying, William, dear William, don't you go to sea. Remember the vows that you made unto me. Now it was hardly next morning before it was day. He went to his Polly, these words he did say, saying, Polly, pretty Polly, you must come along with me before we are married, my friends, for to see. He led her through groves and through valleys so deep which made pretty Polly to sigh and to weep, saying, William, dear William, you've led me astray on purpose my innocent life to betray. Oh, yes, dear is Polly, tis true all thou said, for all this long night I've been digging your grave. And the grave being open, and the spade standing by, which made pretty Polly to weep and to sigh. Oh, pardon, dear William, my innocent life. I never will regret for to be your dear wife. I'll travel the country over, all for to set you free. 
remember the vows that you made unto me. No pardon, no pardon, no pardon I'll give. And with it he drew out a long dagger knife. He stabbed her to the heart till the blood did then flow. And into the grave a fair body did throw. Now he buried her securely in a pool quite sound, not thinking this body would ever be found. He then went on board for a sailor to go, not thinking this murder would ever outthrow. Now it was early one morning before it was day. Our captain came up and these words he did say, Our ship she's in mourning and cannot sail on. There's a martyr on board which has lately been done. Now up jumped a sailor, indeed it's not me. Then up jumped another, the same he did say. Then up jumped old William to stamp and to swear. Indeed it's not me, sir, I'll vow and it lear. Now he hastened to the forecastle with speed. And he met his pretty Polly, which made his heart bleed. She ripped him, she stripped him, she tore him in three, because he had murdered a baby and she. That's the ghost song. Ah, so very interesting that he called it the ghost song. So up next, while we're still in England, I want to play a version of the song by acid folk rock band Trees. Um, This is from their 1969 demo, and to me it seems to be uh, an American version of the ballad, but again, this is Pretty Polly by Trees. Polly, pretty Polly, come go along with me.
up next, I want to look at a, a very interesting variant of the song. Now, this one is commonly called the Dublin Murder Ballad or Miss Brown. And I actually played a version of this on the regular show a few months ago. Um, a really lovely version by Kiva Hogarty. Um, she learned her version from Frank Hart. And I would imagine that Frank Hart got his version from Jeannie Robertson, the Scottish traveller. Um, now, you can hear the interview at the end of this song where she's talking to the collector Hamish Henderson about where she learned the song herself. So it would seem to go way back amongst the travellers in Scotland. And indeed, this isn't a surprising thing, even though the events of the song take place in Dublin, that people were singing it elsewhere. Like, it's commonly known now that Molly Malone was originated in Glasgow. You know, things that she'll often find in songs, that there's place names which are, you know, sometimes can just represent somewhere far away, somewhere other than the place where they're being sung. And maybe that's what was going on here. But here is Jeannie Robertson singing the Dublin Murder Ballad. In Dublin's fair city In Dublin's fair town in Dublin's fair city, there lived Thomas Brown, for she courted a sailor for a saving. Come 
So just to put things into perspective, that recording there was made in 1953, which would have meant Jeannie Robertson learned a song sometime in the 1920s from a woman who was elderly at that time. So really goes right back um it would seem only fitting now to play the frank hart version of the song so here we go again miss brown or the dublin murder ballad oh in dublin's fair city in dublin's fair town in dublin's fair city there dwelt a miss brown and she courted a sailor for seven long years. And from the beginning he called her his dear. Then one morning very early all by the break of day he came to her cottage and to her did say rise up lovely mary and come along with me strange things they will happen and strange sights we will see. Well, he took her over mountain, and he took her over dell, and she heard through the morning the sound of a all over the ocean, all over the sea. Ye fair maids of Dublin, take warning from me. Oh, sailor, oh, sailor, Come spare me my life When out of his pocket 
He drew a sharp knife And he ripped her and tore her And cut her in three And he laid his poor Mary Underneath a green tree Oh, green grows the laurel And red grows the rose And the raven will follow Wherever he goes a cloud will hang over this murderer's hand. He shall never rest easy now that Mary be dead. So I think it's really interesting that even Joe Heaney had a version of this song. Um, just one verse, mind you, and he sang it to a different air. In Dublin, fair city, in Dublin's a fair town, there dwelt a pretty maiden, her name was Mary Brown. She courted a sailor, for seven long years and at the beginning he called her his dear so this was just one of a number of versions of this ballad which was extant in Ireland and the next one I'm going to play the source for it was a man called Paddy McCluskey from County Antrim the song was learned from a recording of him that was made by Peter Kennedy and Sean O'Boyle by Mike Waterson of the famous Waterson family. And it was from Mike Waterson that the following singer learned the song. And I am just very, very, very delighted to finally have a reason to play Richard Dawson on Fire Draw Near. So here's Richard Dawson with the Cruel Ships Carpenter. Fast Yeah. 
So the Gosport tragedy, it was very popular in North America and it was printed a number of times um, as early as 1816 and 1829 in chapbook form and these copies are kept in the Harvard College Library and it also occurs in the New American Songbook which was printed in Philadelphia in 1817 and in the oral culture as well the song is so so popular Cecil Sharp and Olive Campbell collected no less than 39 versions alone of the cruel ship's carpenter um, that was in the Appalachians and it would have been between 1916 and 1918 and most of these would have dated back like way back into the early 1800s through the informants and their families right back to the times of the early um, settlements in the mountains the following version of the song was sung by a man called Ted Ashlaw in Herman, New York, and this was recorded in August 1972. And I just love the opening line to this ballad, the one of the best Mondegreens I've heard in a long time. It starts off in the Gospel of Trouser, um, which, I mean, it's obviously the Gospel is Gosport in in Gosport so fair or something like that, but... Um, Maybe that's it. In, in Gosport so far, it becomes the Gospel of Trouser. Anyway, here we go. In Gospel of Trouser, a fair maid did dwell. In riches or beauty, there's none could her excel. And when a young man he courted her to make her his dear, and by trade this young man was a ship carpenter. He led her through grove and through valley so deep till at last this pretty fair maid began for to weep. Sing, Willie, dearest Willie, you've led me astray. I fear it's my innocent life to betray. You've guessed it right now, and on earth can't you say, For all of last night I was digging your grave. The grave then she saw with a spade close by, Which caused this pretty fair maid to weep bitterly. Her hands white as a lily, she rang and she rang, implying to mercy, love, what have I done? Now pity your infant and spare my poor life. Let me live here in shame if I cannot be your wife. No time to dispute. I'm not here for to stand. In an instant he taken a knife in his hand. And he pierced her fair body while the blood down did flow. And into the grave her poor body did throw. He covered her up and he quick hastened home. He left none but the wild birds to weep or to mourn. He then set sail for Cuba 
to plow the deep sea in haste for to leave his own home and country. When this fair maid appeared to his jovial ship crew with a child in her arms, what a sight to behold. Sing Willie, dearest Willie, as he ran to embrace, being chased to the sight of her beautiful face. Then all in an instant she vanished away, which he told to the captain without more delay. The captain then said to his jovial ship crew, I'm afraid, my brave fellows, there's someone of you has murdered some damsel and then came away, and her injured ghost is now haunting you on sea. And if anyone has done so, and the truth will deny, if found out will be hung, to the ardent so high. And if anyone has done so, and the truth will declare, we'll leave him on the very first island we meet. Oh, Willie, in amazement, he fell to his knees, the blood in his vein, which soon horribly did freeze. Saying, poor injured ghost, it's your pardon I crave, and now I must follow you into your grave. In London City I used to dwell, in London City I used to dwell, in London City I used to dwell. I left pretty Polly, who I love so well. I talked to pretty Polly one whole long night. I talked to pretty Polly one whole long night. I talked to pretty Polly one whole long night. Got up the next morning before daylight. Sweet William, sweet William, you're leading me astray. Sweet William, sweet William, you're leading me astray. Sweet William, sweet William, you're leading me astray. I am a poor girl, my body to betray. I led her o'er hills and valleys so deep. I led her o'er hills and valleys so deep. I led her o'er hills and valleys so deep. At length, pretty Polly began to weep. Oh, now we are here, no time to stand. Oh, now we are here, no time to stand. Oh, now we are here, no time to stand. And since I taken my knife in my hand, I stabbed her to the heart, the blood it did flow. I stabbed her to the heart, the blood it did flow. I stabbed her to the heart, the blood it did flow. And into the grave pretty Polly did go. I threw some dust over her, turned to go home. I threw some dust over her, turned to go home. 
I threw some dust over her, turned to go home, left nothing behind but the birds to mourn. Went on a peace father, saw I hadn't done right. Went on a peace father, saw I hadn't done right. Went on a peace father, saw I hadn't done right. Went raven distracted and died the same night. And that was Addie Graham of Kentucky, recorded in 1977. So up next I want to play a version of Pretty Polly by the Coon Creek Girls who were a popular all-girls string band playing in the 1930s and there's a pretty funny story I came across online about um, one of the women in the band, Lily May Ledford. Um, Apparently she was young and she was playing the banjo at home in Red River, Powell County, Kentucky and she was singing songs um, there away at home and her ma said to her, don't be playing any of those drinking songs like Wild Bill Jones but she said, you can play Pretty Polly if you want. And she said, but mama, that boy killed that poor girl. And her ma said, well, it was probably cause he was drinking. Oh, I used to be a rounder, I've been around this town. I used to be a rounder, been around this town. Pretty Polly, I've been all around. Oh, where is Pretty Polly? Oh, yonder she stands. Oh, where is Pretty Polly? Oh, yonder she stands. Gold diamonds on her fingers and her little white hand. Oh, Polly, Pretty Polly, come go along with me. Oh, Polly, Pretty Polly, come go along with me. She begin to weep Oh Willie, oh Willie I'm afraid of your way Oh Willie, oh Willie I'm afraid of your way I'm afraid you are going far To lead me astray Polly, pretty Polly, your guess is about right. Oh, Polly, pretty Polly, your guess is about right. I dug on your grave to make it the heart of last night. Oh, Willie, oh, Willie, please bear me my life. Oh, Willie, oh, Willie, please bear me my life. So deep into her bosom, me plumb that fatal night. She fell to the ground and the blood it did flow. Oh, she fell to the ground and the blood it did flow. And then to her grave, pretty Polly did go. Oh, I threw the dirt around her and turned to go home. Oh, I threw the dirt around her and turned to go home. And left pretty Polly with a bird to weep and So there we have it, just a 
bit of an introduction into the world of the Gosport tragedy slash the cruel ships carpenter slash pretty Polly. Um, I think it's really fascinating. You know, a lot of the stuff I've come across online are very detailed arguments, um, all discussing the minutiae of different broadside texts, how they relate to different oral versions that are found around the place. And um, one of the most intriguing uh, aspects of it I found was that people talk about one ballad sheet called the Deming Broadside and this was printed by a man called Leonard Deming in I think the early 1800s in Boston and apparently this broadside has elements of an maybe an older ballad and maybe um, contains elements of an older British text which has since been lost and some people online are referring it to it as the Ur text or the original text of the ballad um, but definitely um, a very interesting subject and well worth looking into if you're that way inclined, especially this whole um, argument about the song maybe being based on factual events at the time. Um, I'm going to finish up now with a really interesting version I just came across earlier on just before completing the show. Um, it's a group called the Congo Cowboys and they're from South Africa. This is their version of Pretty Polly which I thought was pretty rocking and pretty interesting. Um, that's it for this month's bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to that. Um, I will be back in another two weeks with the regular version of the show. Um, if you are a patreon you're going to be hearing this today later on if you're a non-patreon you're going to be hearing this seven months in the future either way i will hopefully still have a regular episode out in two weeks time and whatever date it is 2021 or 2022 i hope you're all keeping well out there keeping it real and uh i'll see you around maybe all right good luck Pali go pali to kende nangai Pali go pali to kende nangai Yamboto bala na visengo to mora